This is the Champions Coffee Podcast on the Vigo Podcast Network. On this show, we take 20 minutes to celebrate the champions behind higher education student support and experience. These are the individuals who are pushing the boundaries and changing student lives on a daily basis, and we get to hear their stories and their visions for the sector. Hello world, and welcome to another episode of the Champions Coffee Podcast, where we have coffee with an education professional who is out there on the front lines, championing students to be all that they can be. I'm your host, Ben Hallett, and I'm also the co-founder and CEO of Vigo. For those of you who don't know, Vigo is a learner support platform that helps educators connect their students to their ecosystem of support services, mentors, tutors, advisors, counselors, and everything in between. At Vigo, we really believe in celebrating the professionals who dream up all of this student experience and make these different support services tick, which is why that we do this podcast. And today, I'm very lucky to be joined by David White, Head of Student Wellbeing and Diversity for Torrens University. Now, David is, uh, so David uh, originally uh, moved to Australia from Zimbabwe a little over five years ago, where, um, and then David joined Torrens University as a success coach where he used his hospitality background and experience to really coach and mentor students that were studying within that space. Uh, Within two years, he then progressed into the role of campus director. And then um, after another two years, he stepped into the role of head of student wellbeing and diversity. Now, David has a passion for all things student experience all over the student experience space. And David believes strongly in the student voice, shaping the future of how we adapt and progress within higher education. Without further ado, Welcome, David. How are you today, mate? Thank you very much. I'm doing good. Thanks, Ben. How about yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, uh, I'm pumping through third coffee of the day. I'm uh, <laughs> <laughs> ramping back up for the afternoon. Good, good. Um, and mate, uh, before we jump into the, the typical questions, I'd love to get a bit of an understanding about, uh, I guess, for the audience, a bit more about Torrens University. Can you, can you profile the institution for us? Yeah, absolutely. So Torrens University, it's, it's still a relatively young and fresh uni, which I think is you know what appeals to me personally, sort of working here as well. Um, so we've got campuses throughout Australia as well as in New Zealand. So we've got our MDS um, uh, college in uh, New Zealand, and then we have campuses in Brisbane, Adelaide, Melbourne, and here in Sydney, which is where I'm based. Um, and yes, so from health verticals to hospitality to um, business courses as well as our design students. So, yeah, offering a range of courses um, and options for students, so undergrad as well as postgrad options. Awesome, mate. And what is the typical uh, student of Torrens, or is there is there a typical uh, few different types of students at Torrens? Yeah, I'd probably say uh, we wouldn't be able to, to put them into sort of one yeah. sort of category. There, there, there's a huge range of students, and I think also in this post-pandemic world, I think that's just changed everybody's approach to studies and just life in general, you know, you know, you have your typical sort of undergrad student fresh out of high school, you know, we've got international students from all over the world. Um, and then there's our postgrad students, you know, some have got families, you know, they live in rural remote areas. Um, so they wouldn't do your typical studies during the day, they would do the evening mm-hmm. classes. So yeah, a lot of the, the structures and the timetables are sort of based around, you know, that flexibility approach, that hybrid approach, you know, there's online modules and we're very excited to be getting back to that face-to-face component as well um, and slowly introducing more and more face-to-face classes back on campus. Um, and it's been a while since we've been able to do that because of our friend uh, that shall not be named from the past two years. And that's great. And I, um, I'll, I'll put a little shameless plug in. Torrens, one of the early believers in the Vigo platform, which we are um, 
forever grateful for. Um, it's been a great journey with Torrens over the last couple That's of right. years. And, yeah, yeah, likewise. So we've got that Mental Connect program, which again yep. is all about that peer-to-peer support, which yep. I think is really important. And especially if you know, you're know you an international student specifically coming over to a new uh, country, a new city, mm. um, having that connection, something that you can reach out to. Yeah, awesome. And mate, I'd love to transition into the uh, typical uh, questions here, kicking sure. off with what are the life experiences that motivated you to enter into the education space or what is it about the space that keeps you motivated to stay? That's quite an interesting question. So my background really is hospitality. So I studied, um, I was fortunate enough to study hospitality in Switzerland, which was very, wow. it was beautiful, but you know, also allowed me to sort of travel and work in different sort of places across the world. Um, so that's kind of what sort of got me to Australia. And um, when I was looking at applying for some jobs here, Trying to get back into the hospitality world was quite tricky, although although I had quite a bit of experience, um, not having experience in Australia kind of meant I sort of had to start from the bottom again. Um, and so I happened to just, you know, I was going through seek.com and yeah. um, I saw the success coach hospitality experience required Torrens University. And I thought, well, this looks interesting. Yeah. I'm just going to apply. Why not? Yeah. Um, and I actually, you know, to be honest, I didn't think I would hear anything. Um, and, you know, two days later, I got the phone call from HR. Some interviews were set up. And the next minute I was on a flight to Australia wow. um, to start the job. And uh, that really kind of is what kick-started my journey within higher education. I think initially in the back of my mind, I always thought, Oh, maybe I'll end up doing like lecturing when I retire or something like that. Yep. But um, it kind of, you know, started a little bit earlier. And um, yeah, so the success coach job, I work very closely with students studying hospitality, culinary management, uh, tourism, as well as event management. Mm. Um, and I'd had some experience in sort of all of those fields. Yeah. But, you know, from, from working all over the world. Mm. And um that's kind of where the passion sort of grew. And um, then opportunity sort of came up for the campus director role, um, which kind of fitted in a little bit more with my experience within hotels and restaurants. So there was that operational aspect, but there was still that student support element, which I'd find, you know, kind of grown to really sort of enjoy in the success coach role. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, I worked very closely with our student representative councils in that role. Uh, we sort of built one up at the Rocks campus. Um, and I just really kind of fell in love with working with students again. Mm. Um, they've got so they've got so much passion. They've got a lot of ideas. Yep. Um, and this is our future generation that we're talking about as well. So it was it was quite an exciting space to sort of be in. Mm. And, yeah, really then the head of student, well, being a diversity role sort of came up, which scared me a little bit because there was definitely certain aspects that I wasn't completely across. Um, but I am a big believer in saying, Yes, and sometimes taking the road um, less travelled. Um, yep. you know, it might be a little bit difficult at times. And so I thought, well, why not? Again, you know, I, I always, I always kind of like to put that energy out into the universe and say, if it's meant to be, it will be. And mm-hmm. um, it was something that sort of just fell into place. And so I oversee sort of the counselling teams. We oversee international student support. Um, we're working on that whole student community and engagement and sort of the well-being, trying to get sports introduced into the uni. Mm-hmm. So it's it's really been an incredible journey. And I think the, the experience that I've had in hospitality, being an international student myself, uh, traveling the world, working with the students one-on-one, mm-hmm. um, has kind of just all sort of led to this moment as well. That's That's kind of, you know, it's a great team that I've got and we're just trying to, do some great things for the students because for me, well, yes, you're studying to get an education, but 
when I look back on my university days as well, I think about the support I received. I think about the internships that I went on, um, the friends that I made that I'm still friends with to this day. And it was just mm. a great time of, of my life. And I look back on that very fondly and I want all students to have that experience. Yeah. Oh, awesome, mate. Um, and you know, when it comes to student experience and success, you know, how do you think about that at Torrens and what, what's currently on the agenda? Well, I think one of the beauties about Torrens University is a lot of the stuff is industry focused and industry related as well. Mm-hmm. So, you know, a lot of our um, academics, uh, as well as our success coaches and a lot of the support systems that are in place um, are professionals from those industries as well. So they, they're, they're talking to students about real life experiences that they've been through mm-hmm. and trying to sort of set them up the big wide world as well so i think that's that's a key element as well because you know um students are choosing a course or um you know a focus that they're really sort of passionate about and sometimes they don't actually even know you know that changes along the lines as well so from having those conversations with the various support networks um and having those connections to really sort of talk it out at the industry fairs um having mm. a discussion with your success coach it really sort of you know, helps the student sort of make an informed decision yeah. um, and, and sets them up, you know, so, the, you know, whether it's resume coaching, um, interview skills. Um, so it's all industry related um, at the university too. So I think, I think that's what's quite exciting and fresh. Mm. And, and, and how, how early do these uh, success coaches uh, get brought in to the student experience? pretty much right away um Mm -hmm. so students have a dedicated success coach throughout their entire academic Mm -hmm. journey um and so yeah they will will have that support and you know it's up to them you know it's you know you can take uh what's the expression you can take um the horse to water but you can't make a drink you can't make a drink right Mm -hmm. so there are so many support options available for students Um, so it's it's that awareness from all the different aspects um and it's what you make your student experience so I also, you know, want to get that message out. It's up to the students to really make it a mm. beneficial experience. Mm-hmm. Create those networks. Talk to the support people that are available. Yeah. Go to the industry fair. Go to that student event. Make yeah, a community. Yeah. Make friends. So, yep. um, yeah, that would be my advice there. Yeah, great. Uh, and I'm going to ask you a little bit more for that uh, at the very end. Uh, that's my okay. closing question. Uh, don't, don't don't spoil it just yet. Oh, but uh, I jumped the gun. I jumped the gun. <laughs> that's right. You have to come up with another answer at the end. Um, All right. Got but um, <laughs> could you um, could you tell us about a particular student success story that you or your team were really proud uh, to have been involved with? Um, there's there's quite a few really. Um, just trying to think which one I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I think there's there's two different components here for me. You know, I've seen students that have been really, really down and out. They've gone through a lot of personal struggles, maybe some mental health issues, and seeing them come out of that and working with them um, and supporting them. So, you know, I had a student from Brazil, you know, just during the pandemic, you know, without going into too much detail, some very complicated personal situations, Rose, she was at the point where she wanted to just, you know, give up her studies. It wasn't worth it anymore and go back home. But she only had like two or three subjects at this point left to complete. So, you know, you're so close. Um, and so really working quite closely with her and trying to sort of overcome um, the issues of working with her as a study plan and support structure. And then I saw her walk across the graduation stage earlier on this year. So that's that's a nice moment when you see those students that have been through the ringer and they've actually come out the other side 
um, and that's, that's, that's a positive outcome. Mm. Um, and then, you know, on the other end, there's those students that are really go-getters from the start. You know, you, you can pick them up. They, they make the most of the university experience. They join the SRC. Um, this one student, um, again, she was – I'd gone to the class to talk about Gallup Strengths, which was um, a big platform that we sort of used and sort of worked with our students to kind of coach them. And, um, yeah, I could see that she wasn't quite keen on, on, on the platform and everything. But, you know, cut a long story short – she ended up becoming ISRC president, worked very closely yeah. with her, got some amazing events. She's now quite successful. You know, she graduated um, last year, ended up coming back and doing another course with us. Um, mm. So she's got two degrees through Torrens University. Wow. And has now, you know, got quite a successful career. So, mm. yeah, there, there's, there's various elements, and I think it comes down to um, the journey that each of those students have gone through. But each, to me, are equally inspiring. Yeah, and, and it's uh, it's it's so amazing um, some of the differentials that can be created with with particular students, you know, with that a little bit of um, additional attention, that bit more yeah. of that personalized support, and that additional thought that goes into it. You know, mm. peri- you know, students that we could write out um, right off from you know metrics of uh, at you know attrition risk and things like that, with that little bit more of uh, a, you know personalized attention, a bit more thought. Yeah. Yeah. They can end up in some of the best places. Exactly. And again, it's it's down to what you make it. So, you know, she could have quite easily have withdrawn from her mm. course and not spoken to any of us. And yep. we wouldn't have even known the story. But yeah. the fact that she actually, you know, was brave enough to sort of come and tell her story, speak out and ask for that support, that's how we were able to implement that additional support available to her. So, yep. again, I would encourage if there are any students out there listening, you know, yeah. Talk to people. Go and ask yeah. for support. It's it's okay. Yep. No, definitely. I, I um I often um often just want to you know tell students that there is so much money being spent on services that are trying to keep you and and, and help you and support you. Uh, exactly. The worst thing would be to not tell people if you know if you feel like you're not getting what you need, speak mm-hmm. up because pe- there's a whole team of people out there trying to get you what you need right now. Exactly. Totally. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, and mate, you know, in terms of, um, in terms of your vision uh, over the next, over the next five years, if you could wave your magic wand, what would student experience look like at Torrens? What are you guys thinking about? You know, technology, mm-hmm. growth, expansion, things like that. Well, I think one of the key elements is listening to the student voice. Um, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of alluded to that in the, in the introduction. And I think student mm-hmm. voice for me is a very important aspect in terms of how we evolve. Yep. Um, so I think having them incorporated in certain multiple elements in terms of where we see growth or where we want to sort of make changes. You know, um, the team that I'm in, there's, a, there's an additional space called the service design team, and they're, they're really working on sort of, you know, improving the form process, improving that personalization on the student portals and things like that. Mm-hmm. And they're working with our students. And then similarly in my space, you know, a lot of the events we do to create a sense of community, a lot of the recommendations we make forward um, from the mental health and safety community side of things, we're not only talking with staff and working with staff. We've mm-hmm. got students that are stakeholders in these conversations. Um, and that and that's really kind of – so if we're talking about a vision, I would love for us to get to a point where we are proactive um, rather than reactive. And I'm not saying we're reactive in everything at this point in time, but yep. if we can work with the students and we can sort of envision the potential situations down the line and we have stuff set in place, that improves the experience for not only our students, but also for the staff members that are involved as well. Um, and I think looking at the topic of mental health, 
you know, rather than seeing that as a siloed team's responsibility, mm. I think educating students and staff that this is everyone's responsibility and having the resources in place to support, you know, everyone involved. So mm. I think that would be, to sum it up, my vision. Yeah, awesome. I love that. Um, and this is actually now uh, my favorite part of the podcast, uh, my favorite mm. question. What's a, what's a common misconception that you hear within the student experience space? A common misconception? Yeah, or something you disagree with that's a popular opinion. Well, I mean, this is probably more my hospitality side of things, talking mm-hmm. here. But I am not a fan of the phrase, the customer is always right. Okay, all right. Um, I'm not a fan of that, and that comes from a lot of personal experience and maybe some <laughs> personal anxiety that I've faced as right. a result of having to, you know, sort of smile my way through some really rude customers and rude guests. Yep. But um, I think in terms of when you're looking at the educational space, I think a misconception from um, from students probably specifically, you know, if they, they come, I don't think they understand the processes that go on behind the scenes. So, you know, sometimes something can't be resolved as quick as we would like it. And, yes, we're always going to look for ways to improve what that process is. Um, but there are certain things that will take time. Um, but for me, I think it's also about that follow-up and it's the experience that whoever they're speaking to provides. So I think it's essential to keep them informed along the way. You know, mm-hmm. for me, communication is key. I say this to my teams. I work very closely with the SRCs, which is our student representative councils. I don't mind. I'm flexible. If you can't make something or there's an issue here, but just talk to me. Like I'm not, you know, I'm not a mind reader as well. So I think sometimes, again, it's about talking and going to seek the support. Mm-hmm. Communication is key. So and I think sometimes that gets um, forgotten along the way. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. communicating with the student through the process yeah 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 and vice versa you know again mm-hmm. you know the student needs to communicate to us sometimes and sometimes they don't there's just an expectation that it's going to get get done but it might be a very specific case or scenario that unless mm-hmm. you tell us we're not going to know yeah okay all right and and again this is my my the final questions are actually my three favorites <laughs> so Maybe my second favorite question then, who is someone who inspires you in the education space and and why that person? What about them? Within the educational space, um, that's a good one. You know, I've got to be honest here and say there's no name that really sort of comes to mind. And I think the reason I'm saying that is a lot of my experience is really sort of purely operational um, so whilst I'm sort of in the educational sort of field it's about putting things into place putting projects um, and, and sort of seeing how we influence there and I think I draw back on some of the managers that I've worked for not only within this industry but also from the hospitality industry mm-hmm. I've had some really amazing managers and I've had some really bad ones as well right. and you learn equally from both Um, But, you know, I think one of the biggest things is um, you need to be someone that can do the job as well. So don't don't expect because you have a team, you you don't do that. Um, So I would say that that was one of the biggest things I learned from women. Like, you know, she would get in there, she would mop the floors if if needs be. Um, And so I think that that was quite... um, that was quite a bit of an eye-opening event because I think when you're young and you're freshly out of college and things like that, you kind of think, oh, I'm junior material now, I can do anything. And, da, da, da. and you know, you've got to, you've got to, you know, pay your dues, right? You've got to work yeah. your way, work your way to the top. And um, when, when you're young, sometimes you tend to take things 
a little too personally. And I, th- I suppose that's something that I learned from um, this manager as well. She kind of sat me down and, and talked me through um, how to sort of manage those things a little bit better. So mm. from education, I don't think I can really sort of answer that because I don't think I'm in a position to sort of say that, but I probably would reflect on the previous experience that I've had from the various managers in the different industries. Yeah, awesome, mate. And final, this is the final question for the podcast, uh, the one I alluded to before. Uh, if you had to give one one or two sentences, max two, uh, what advice or encouragement would you give a student about to begin their journey at Torrance? I would say enjoy the experience. Um, you know, make and, and it's what you make it. Don't be afraid. You know, go out there, make friends, join a club, join a society, um, go to the student community events, um, you know, network, you know, talk to the various lecturers, et cetera, um, the industry connections and just network. I think networking yep. is going to be very, very key, um, especially in today's day and age. Uh, you know, um, yeah. And I think, you know, when you're an international student, I suppose my message again would really be, uh, you, you know, you're coming to a new country, it's a new culture, mm-hmm. and sometimes that can be very nerve-wracking, mm-hmm. but, um, you know, get out of your comfort zone. And um, sometimes that's easier said than done. So yeah. do it baby steps, you know, just I'm going to go to this one event this trimester. And you might make a friend or two, and then that will sort of grow from there. Um, yeah. But definitely rather than just sort of going through it on your own, um, yeah, make a community and just yep. enjoy the experience. Particularly on Mentor Connect, the uh, Torrents program hosted on the Vigo platform. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So you've got a host of mentors. You can yep. sort of sign up. It's a bit of a personalized experience as well. So you can see who's in your state uh, and you can sort of connect with them. And that, awesome. It's a, it's a platform where they say, if I knew this when I had started. And so it's, it's, a great, it's a great platform and sort of, you know, talk and connect. Awesome, mate. Well, with that, we have come to the end of our podcast. Uh, David, thank you so much for having virtual coffee with me today and sharing your stories, advice, and visions. Thank uh, you. Mate, um, and for everybody listening, thank you very much for checking it out. This has been another episode of the Champions Coffee Podcast. Uh, if you would like to stay updated on future episodes or any of the past episodes, you can head to LinkedIn or any of your favorite podcast platforms. Uh, guarantee it will be there. And uh, with that, that's it for today. Thank you, David. Amazing. Thank you. Cheers, mate.